Attention students, the Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. You jabronis hit the jackpot! <laughs> Welcome to Schoolboy Roundup number two. We are back. Yeah. Andy is robotic. Oh, Andy is robotic as hell. I don't know what's I'm super up. robotic. Yeah. Let me uh, uh I can I can do the robot. I'm pretty good <laughs> at it. Oh, there you go. So yes, Andy is uh on location again. Uh I am here in yep. studio. A, B, I forget what we called this one, but uh, we want to talk some wrestling. We got a lot of wrestling to talk about in a short amount of time because oh boy, we are putting a limit on yeah. this. So, um, Andy, why don't you start with uh, probably some AEW talk, huh? Well, I, I think that's going to... Um... I think that's going to take up a, a majority of the time because... <laughs> Uh, AEW was maybe their most refreshing pay-per-view I've seen in a long Yeah. And that in the sense of NXT takeovers, I expect greatness at this point. Uh-huh. And they've always delivered on it. I know what I'm expecting, and it gives me what I want. WWE, mixed bag. This yeah. <laughs> was start to finish... Everything was different. Nothing was the same. And it was one of the most refreshing, you know, few hours of wrestling that's gotten me, like, I don't know, just excited about where the business is going. Yeah. And I got this feeling that I just, I wanted to talk about it the night of while I was driving home from my buddy's house. <laughs> like, I've been waiting to talk about AEW for days and days. And I've just been drilling myself with AEW stars interviews, a lot of Chris Van Vliet on YouTube. Yeah. And just been trying to soak in all of AEW because it's genuinely just got me amped up for professional wrestling again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was a it was a great mixture, like for a five hour show, like I did not feel it at all. Like that five that five hours went by quicker than a three hour raw ever does. Yeah, uh, honestly, it went by faster than the two hours of SmackDown from Tuesday night. Yeah, I mean, it was just like bam, bam, bam. Like, and, uh, um, and the, the the like three headed monster they had as the top three oh matches God. was just insane. Um, yeah. Yeah, I Before mean, we get with that, we should start from the jump. I mean, yeah, I'm not trying to do like a full AEW thing, but at the same time, like, mm -hmm. oh no, I wasn't. I wasn't just gonna jump into those three. I was just saying, like, those oh, yeah. those three were just incredibly insane. Uh, yeah, for all different reasons, and that was what made that show awesome. Was everything was good for a different reason. There was variety. There wasn't yep. just uh, that same, you know. That without getting like too like negative on WWE, there right. is there is just that style, you know. 
there's that that pacing TV style, and you didn't feel that at all on this one. No. Um, no. So yeah, I mean, dude, the battle royal. Let's start there, I guess. Um, that was oh, so much fun. I love that take on it. Yeah, it's uh, it was diversity from people and diversity in styles, if yeah. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, um, I think my favorite thing, because it included seriousness, it included hardcore, yeah. it included comedy, it included legit like pro wrestlers. Yeah. That's me, the train moving. I'm very excited. Um, <laughs> hey, train's coming out the station, folks. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, um, but yeah, like it, it just included everything. And my favorite thing of all of the, the, the Battle Royal, everything that went on, Orange Cassidy, man. Dude, he's that guy has got me just so interested. Isn't he so funny? They, oh my God. If you, if you haven't seen it, you got to find the spot he did. Like Mania weekend, it was forever with those slaps and kicks, and like it was, it was so fucking good. But yeah, he's amazing. I, I'd never seen him before. Yeah, I didn't know who he was. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he actually um, he actually put on they uh, Game Changer gave him his own show, and it was called Orange Cassidy Does Something, or maybe not, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was uh, came in. Cool as a cucumber, slow motion kicks and yeah, and chops and uh, oh my god! And then him getting knocked down and then just hands in pockets, kip upping. Yes, his sunglasses still on. <laughs> yes, it's one of the most incredible things that I've seen. And it was just like, but it wasn't just that. It was all the it was um, not Ty Dillinger, but Shane, Sean Spears, gosh, Sean Spears. Yeah, him coming in. The whole MJF thing with the kind of the perfect ten and him mocking it. Yeah. MJF is a superstar, by the way. Dude, I yeah, we're we'll get to that. MJF, like people are gonna lose their shit when he gets on regular TV. Um, Dude, you know, I'm just gonna twenty three. Ju- yeah, he's I'm twenty three. I'm just gonna jump ahead to the belt presentation because it really like you know doesn't like show much, but yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. for one, you got Bret Hart there, which is awesome. Um, I yeah, I, popped. I, my brother, who is the biggest Bret Hart fan in the world was out in the uh, garage. I think he was getting a drink or something. I jumped out of my seat, ran out in the garage, was like, you got to come in here. Bret Hart's coming. <laughs> like, I was like out of breath. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, but dude, when he said MJF will be the best there is, the best there was and the best there you know what? That that catchphrase sucks. <laughs> Dude, I, I was like, you can see Bret Hart in the corner just smiling. Oh, I know. He loved it. Off. Yeah. He was like, this guy's great. <laughs> yeah. That's what's great was when you see those old guys that are just like, okay, this kid gets it. <laughs> yeah. But Dude, uh, it was, it was so, that, yeah, that segment was amazing. Uh, it, you know, you could kind of see that MJF and Jungle Boy are going to be yeah. a big part of the show by them being out there for the, um, and you know, the belt ceremony. That's a beautiful belt, by the way. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know who else I really was taken by was Luchasaurus. I thought he kind of sh- surprised My goodness. Me. Yeah. He was fantastic. Yeah. I had never seen him either, and, <laughs> and I was just I was just in awe. Hangman Page is, is going to be a star, and people are going to oh, see yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And that's awesome. But like MJF was like, 
outside of Orange Cassidy, MJF was the highlight in the sense that um, I'm excited to see what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of jumping to an interview I watched with Chris Van Vliet. You have to watch MJF and Chris Van Vliet. MJF stayed in character for the entire interview. Oh, yeah. It's dude. like 30 minutes, and it's amazing. He does that all the time, and it's amazing. Like, there's nothing better than hearing some guy pretend to be an asshole all the time. <laughs> dude, he ordered room service to come in the middle of the interview on purpose. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and, and he was like, he was uh, eating. While the interview was going on, just being like, yeah, these eggs are fantastic. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, my God. Um, it was, uh, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, there was the, uh, what's his name? Kips, Kip something versus uh, Sammy Guevara. That was a little. So entertaining. Yeah, that was, that was a good one. Um, yeah. Well, without getting into, like, too many details, like, what was your favorite match of the, the main card? Oh, without a doubt, it was Cody versus Dustin. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I mean, it was very late 80s-ish. Yeah. Um, it was a bloodbath, which I personally enjoy that kind of match. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you one know, of my I, buddies I was watching with was like, he was cringing, and I was just like loving the shit out of it because it was so different yeah. than anything we've we've seen in a long time. The storytelling was amazing of brother versus brother. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't, you know, get a little teary eyed. <laughs> yeah. You know, after the match was over, after Cody got done beating down Dustin and then just said, I don't need a tag partner. I don't <laughs> need a friend. I need a brother. I need a brother. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. They just told an incredible story. And by the way, I loved what Cody did with the Triple H thing with. Which I oh, guess a lot of people had a problem with. Oh, I thought it was all. I'm, I'm sure Triple H fucking loved it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I. Um, it's wrestling. Yeah, I, I will say uh, same here. Almost on that the blood thing. Uh, the our our local jabroni hated it. He was like not, so not cool with how the amount. And you know, I, I here's the thing. <clears throat> I'm all for you know getting juice and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna, ch- if the you know, if you want to give that real sport feel, I do think, I th- do think Hebner needs to at least be like try to stop the bleeding. You know what I mean? Maybe like, throw Mattel just to. It, like, yeah, it does. It doesn't need to like stop the match or anything. But I think I like get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, so it, here, here's kind of how I view it. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a brother versus brother pay-per-view match. Yeah. They've already said that they're not going to, you know, have that kind of thing on, on their TV. Right. Um, but what they do want to do. Oh yeah. And I elevate the pay-per-view. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't think they would. I just, for special events. Yeah, I agree. But I, I, at a certain point though, you gotta be like, all right, this guy's just lost a pint of blood. Like, for one, I, I can understand for, that for wrestler safety yeah. and all that kind of thing. For, for one, I absolutely hate Earl Hebner. Um, I think he's, <laughs> dude. If you watch old Attitude Era, he like when I watch that stuff, I'm like, God, this guy's awful. Like he's so exaggerated, and he like 
he just didn't know where to be half the time. It seemed like in that match. Um, yeah. I and I, I know why they put him there because he is like the legend, you know, but at the same exactly. time, it was, it was like JR calling it. Tony yeah. Versus Dustin. Yeah. With Hebner. Like there's a lot to love there. Yeah. I, I hope they use Earl Hebner as sparingly as they do blood. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, one, so all the time. What, um, and I actually agree. That was, that was probably my favorite. And it just goes to the storytelling, man. There were, I honestly, I think to me, the like in ring is, Mm -hmm. I thought the tag match was the best, but yeah, if you're talking about pure wrestling, yeah, the tag match with the young bucks and, um, yeah, uh, luchadors were were definitely the best, but even on the Uh, mid card, like the mid card, man, the, uh, that six man women's match was, was awesome. And I didn't know any of them and I thought it was amazing. The. The other women's match where they're like, oh, by the way, Awesome Kong's here. Like, I was just like, holy yeah. shit. <laughs> um, yeah, that was so cool. That was a great match. Yeah, like, it was a nice. I don't have a problem with one match. And they were all different. Yeah, all exactly. You know, I, I like that about AEW already mm-hmm. is they've clearly told the wrestlers, you come in, you guys wrestle your style of match. We're not going to tell you how to do it, when to do it. Mm-hmm the characters to come in with um, what you want to dress like. We're not going to tell you guys any of that. As long as it's cohesive and, and makes sense together, have at it. You guys run wild because you're the creators. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You're the artists. Yeah. You know, we're not going to tell you how to draw your painting. Yeah. And I love that about kind of what AEW is doing right now. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely, and I, I, I like that idea of like, like you said, hey, you know, it's like it's kind of like, look, we'll give you the canvas, literally, yeah. <laughs> but you got to do the art. You know, like we'll say we weren't, we're not going to tell you what to paint. We're going to tell you, we're just going to give you the tools to do it, which is a pretty awesome thing that to do. Like, um, and by the way, it was a beautiful canvas. What a production scene. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was I thought it was amazing the way they lit the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the there way was... the ring looked, the tunnels, yeah. all of it. Yes, I love the two tunnels. That was awesome. Um I you know, I obviously it wasn't perfect. There were like little hiccups and everything, but you know, yeah. it's the first show, it's the first time they've ever done it. For to get ninety five percent accuracy on your shots, it's pretty good. So Yeah. Um yeah, I thought they did great. Uh, uh, let's see. I think, uh, you know, and then we got the main event of Kenny and Jericho, and nothing really big Which, happened after that match. Uh, yeah, no. no <laughs> I, just, I just uh, shut it off as soon as the pinfall. So, uh, yeah, just changing the landscape of pro wrestling. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, here's what I'm going to say. I wasn't a huge Dean Ambrose fan. Uh-huh. I'm a massive John Moxley fan. Yeah. See, that's, it, it's so weird. Cause I, I just, I had kind of lost interest out of him too, but I always thought that he could be like the best thing coming out of the shield because he could talk. Yeah. And I, and I had seen his stuff from before where he was very like that cocky guy. And I always thought, I, I always kind of saw him as like a DiBiase type. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, um, like I always thought like he would be cool like that, but you know, this is awesome. And he, he comes out and 
I mean, they got to be kicking themselves for giving him such a nice send off. <laughs> I don't. Dude, <laughs> what a debut! Yeah, what a damn debut! And then, um, and then, like, we'll hear about his send off. I'm gonna plug this right now. Okay. This, do you remember the Colt Cabana CM Punk podcast? That's yeah. like just infamous right yeah. now, you know? Um, that's what this podcast with Talk is Jericho with John Moxley that just dropped. Yeah. Is. Yeah. He, I can't wait to listen. I heard it was excellent. My so. God. He airs out <laughs> so many details. Yeah. And just, it makes you feel bad for a lot of the current wrestlers. And it made me kind of sympathize with, wow, all this stuff. Dean didn't want anything to do with it. He was trying to fight it. He was doing all of that. And he then at the end of the day, he had to just work with what he was given. Yeah. And it was just sending him down this path that he didn't want to be. And just, I don't want to give too many details away because I want us to talk about it on the next uh, okay. episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I will say this one part that just floored me. He wanted to be out of WWE so much that once he got the offer from WWE, he said he was anticipating telling them no. He never looked at the offer. <laughs> Never looked at the offer. I'm telling you, we're going to get into more details on it once Drew um, checks it out. But um, it's early contender for podcast of the year. Oh, nice. Especially if you're a wrestling fan, um, you need to listen to this because um, I think there's a slight chance that this could change things. Yeah. um, For the better. Um, And if it doesn't, it's going to push you further in the direction of, you know, things like AEW, New Japan, and things like that. Yeah, I've you heard... realize creativity's not <laughs> boxed in. Yeah, you know, I've heard there's been other things too. Like, uh, I don't know if it was like one of the panels at Starcast or what it was, but I guess there's there's something where Dustin actually like opened up about like like just going to TV every week and then being like. Oh, I guess I'm not doing anything. Like, you know what I mean? I'm glad yeah. I I'm glad I left my family. Like Well, and, and Dean you know. was you know, John Moxley was more like, um, you know, hey, maybe uh maybe they'll, you know, just write me off and bury me and yeah and uh, keep me at home. And he wanted that. Yeah. But instead, like, you know, they were doing other things, but wow. um Briefly, he talked about the fact that, you know, I'll just drop this one and then we'll roll on. The fact that one time he slipped up and said it and didn't realize until he said it, and then he felt bad. But another time he said somebody probably would have got fired or somebody would have lost a sponsorship deal over what Vince wanted me to say about my friend, you know, out of the ring, Roman Reigns, uh-huh. um, who while he was going through leukemia, and you know Vince wanted him to say something um, that he just drew his foot in the sand and was like, "I'm not doing that." Yeah, I'm not doing dude. Yeah, that. there there was so. I mean, even the stuff they said on TV, it was like every time they brought out of bounds. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. They brought it up, and it was just like, "Really, you're going to this?" Um, but yeah, you, it was just so cheap and just yeah made you feel dirty. Yeah, exactly. You know? um, and then like. You know, he makes history there 
at, you know, by coming out after the Omega match and what a send off like him yeah. putting Kenny Omega. Yeah. You know, through the poker or on the poker chip. Um, yeah. And then but, just throwing him off onto the little platform stage. And, but then, uh, just that promo that he cut after, I don't know if you saw it, the paradigm shift. Yeah. Yeah. So what I was going to say was 24 hours later, he does it again. And you find out the, uh, Time's Up guy in New Japan is John Moxley, and he's making right? his New Japan debut. <laughs> like it's it's insane. So oh my goodness! And I guess he's f- from what I understand, he has announced dates here uh, with like Northeast, some Northeast wrestling thing. Yeah. But it looks like he's gonna be probably in the G one because. His dates kind of stop oh, once boy. that once that tournament starts. So, um, yeah, yeah, it'll all be interesting. Um, oh man, I, I, like I don't even know what else to say. I mean, yeah, we're gonna have more to talk about. We'll continue to talk about AEW because it's easily Absolutely. the most interesting thing yeah. that's happened in wrestling in quite some time. And you know, I've had a lot of debates about with some people who feel like. Yeah, but wait till TV. And I'm I'm telling them like this is different. This isn't TNA Impact. This isn't. We're talking about Tony Khan, son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah. smart as hell, analytics guy. He's bringing in all the right people. They're making all the right moves. They have a TNT deal. I mean, they're doing everything the correct way, but also less letting kind of the wrestlers express themselves um in a free way and i don't know it's just so exciting and we're gonna have a lot more to talk about kind of as we go forward but um yeah man yeah we can jump we can jump over to wwe real quick yeah absolutely absolutely uh i just have two points from raw and uh the one is i gotta say i love boombox brock boombox brock is fantastic (laughs) um the, he's he's hilarious and i love the fact that he was like wait a minute you mean i got a year for this contract i'm leaving <laughs> like, yeah. it's so good um, dude him trolling seth rollins is fantastic yeah. him dancing <laughs> the brock party shirt i yeah. love all of it the uh, and uh the other thing is last two weeks two men have stole like raw it's the like Cesaro and Ricochet. If you are not oh, watching yeah, these matches, yeah. they are doing incredible things right now. And I, I mean, with no stakes, but oh my god, it's amazing just to see. Like Cesaro is such a good base for him to just jump all over him and do whatever. So yeah, dude, it's amazing, and Cesaro deserves a push, a hundred percent. But I, I love, I love those matches. Uh, the thing that I was going to mention. This hasn't been done before, and I think AEW certainly has Vince, you know, on his toes or, or like I don't know. It was a put him on notice. <laughs> it was Sammy Zayn, pretty bland. Did you, like the the electric chair segment was stupid. It was yeah. real stupid. But when Sammy said, "You could have asked me anything. You could have asked me about AEW." Yeah. The fact that they actually mentioned <laughs> that on TV. Either Sammy's got the biggest balls ever, which, you know, he may, but I don't think that that's what it is. I mm-hmm. think Vince told him to say it. 
which to me was interesting because he's never wanted to mention TNA or Impact ever. Yeah. And from the jump, he mentions AEW. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I think the bigger question is, how come you're not allowed to go to Saudi Arabia, Sammy? <laughs> yeah, that would have been a great question for somebody. But you know those questions were planned. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, we uh, talk about that. There's, I think, four people that have said they're not going. Well, you know, males who actually have a choice. Uh, right. Brian... Sammy, Kevin, and who is the? There's someone else that. Oh, Kevin said he's not going. Yeah, that's cool. And that's that, cool. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because I mean that's you know kind of sticking up for your friend and everything. And there was somebody yeah. else I can't remember who it was now, but yeah, that's it's pretty cool that people are still like, yeah, I'm not, I'm good. I got a paycheck. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, we got a. Uh, only a couple minutes left, but uh, I, I pitched my uh, check out the podcast of the year, yeah. um, which we will talk about next week <laughs> after you listen to it. Um, but what do you got? Well, I was gonna say uh, there there is a an NXT takeover. We won't get into like a straight up review. Um, I will say, oh, um, good call, Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole on NXT a couple weeks ago. Yes. Must see match. Yes. Um, and I think the one match without a belt contender is gonna be I, I don't know if it's gonna be the the best match, but it's going to be the most hard hitting match, and that's Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. There's gonna be so yeah. many moments in that I feel like where I'm just gonna go, Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like just knowing Knowing the way Matt Riddle is, and then the way like Strong with his backbreakers, like there's gonna oh be some goodness. things that are just like, huh. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 a loaded card. Check it out. Um, I think. Uh, what do we got on the clock? I want to mention something else I saw. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm ridiculous. Okay. So we got five I minutes. Watched, so. Okay. Good. Good. I watched. I don't know. Um, I fast-forwarded some of it, but I watched at least three and a half hours of the NXT Combine. Oh, I saw... I didn't know they posted that. I saw that tonight, which actually, here's something I want to talk... They they put out a thing called... It's called, like, Target Takeover or something like that. And all it is Mm -hmm. is, like, a preview for this weekend. It's a nice little half-hour show that just kind of tells you the stories that are going on. I thought it was really cool. Okay. Uh, um, they didn't go into all of them. They just went into like the men's and the women's, but they kind of, it was, it was almost like a UFC kind of fight pass kind of thing where they were showing like, Oh, that's awesome. They were kind of showing Gargano, what he's been doing. And then Adam Cole and, uh, with Shayna and like EO is, is pretty neat. Um, but yes, I saw that they had that on there and I really want to watch that. Cause, uh, it was so much fun. Yeah. I, I won't give away everything, but I just want to say that, Bianca Belair is the best athlete um, <laughs> wow. in WWE period. Yeah. If if you like as far as like for sure as far as like women, but mm-hmm. like holy crap, that that woman is a damn stud. And guess what? Her husband Montez Ford, total mm-hmm. stud too. Yeah, I uh he, he, I'll just say this part, he jumped 10-10. Those are NFL wow. elite 
NFL numbers. That's amazing. Bianca jumped 8-8. These are standing <laughs> broad numbers. Yeah. They're ridiculous. Holy shit. And I love that they did this because they showed how much of athletes they actually have. It's not just like, yeah, they've got like professional wrestlers and everything like that. But my God, some of these, some of these people that are there are just stud athletes. Wow. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I knew it was going on because I, I follow uh, Zaya Lee on Instagram. She's a beast. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And she's, she's uh, she, I forget what she was. She, she posted something. I think it was like deadlift or something like that. It was. Um, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. She finished like third in the deadlift. Yeah. Um, it was just a ton of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. It was just cool to see them like compete against each other. Yeah. In a different type of, of uh, thing. Yeah. Plus, I'm a big combine guy. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, yeah. I always I I always like seeing that stuff when they showed like Otis last year doing his what he did and everything. It was like, like I only see it on I always Yo, I saw it on beat Instagram. On the deadlift. Really? He got beat on the deadlift by somebody. Wow. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. So. Um, yeah. The other thing, uh, since we only we're we're coming out of time, I actually have a podcast recommendation specifically for you but for other listeners okay. out there too um Titus O'Neil and Edge and Christian Oh uh, okay I think you personally would love this This dude is the fucking greatest guy in the world first of all He is It's yeah, like yeah. you listen to that and you're like man it's kind of a bummer he's never on TV um but then you remember why he's not but 24 7 baby first chair 24 7 <laughs> yeah. champ um but dude he's so cool and like i think as like a father you would love this interview okay um he talked like he talks about when he's like how he's raising his kids and everything like it's so cool um so yeah that was my little a podcast recommendation to you and i think i don't know it's kind of two weeks this, in a row we did it this week <laughs> yeah. this was so tough this week mm-hmm but there's so much more to talk about. Um, but we'll hit you. We'll hit you guys next week. We're trying to stay, you know, we, you yeah. know, we love to go. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're trying to stay on target, you know? Absolutely. And uh, with that, he is Andy Liner. I am Drew Kistler. We are out.